This video contains content that viewers may find disturbing. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome back to 100 Horrible Ways People Can Die. I'm John. Alex is out today. Today's episode is titled Falling. I'll be examining the life of Sophie Blanchard, who fell to her death. I'm going to change it up a bit today. We're going to go over safety and stats first, and then get right into the story. So, falling from high places is one of the most common causes of uh, accidental death, and it can happen in many ways, in many places. From high-rise buildings, to bridges, to cliffs, falls can cause by slippery surfaces, faulty equipment, and even human error. You have a 1 in 98 chance of dying from falling according to the National Safety Council, so try not to fall. Uh, for safety, it's important to always wear your appropriate safety gear. When you're working in high places, wear uh, you know, your harnesses and whatnot, uh, and follow all recommended safety procedures. In cases where your fall might be intentional, such as a suicide, it's important to recognize suicidal thoughts uh, and patterns and uh, the, the signs, and then uh, try to get help. So now for today's historical event. We're going to get into Sophie's story and how she died. In the heart of the historic French region of Poitou-Charentes, nestled near the city of La Rochelle, was the quiet village of Trois-Canons. Here, where cobblestone streets echoed with whispers of an ancient past, lived a girl named Marie-Madeleine Sophie Armand, known to all as Sophie. Sophie was not your average girl. There was a peculiar intensity in her vibrant green eyes, a restless energy that unsettled the tranquility of her quaint village. The villagers often said she had an air of the extraordinary about her, a spark that was destined to ignite something momentous. Sophie's parents were humble Protestant folks who worked tirelessly to make ends meet. Her father, an artisan, crafted intricate woodwork, while her mother spun the loom, turning raw wool into beautiful blankets that were much sought after in the nearby market. They were simple folks with simple dreams, but not Sophie. Even as a child, she dreamt of soaring above the clouds and reaching for the stars. As she grew older, Sophie's fascination with flight only intensified. Every night she would sit on the thatched roof of her small cottage, watching the stars twinkle in the inky expanse. They seemed to beckon her, their shimmering dance teasing her terrestrial bounds. The sky was a world that was out of reach for most, but not for Sophie. She yearned to taste the cold, crisp air of the heavens and feel the exhilaration of weightlessness. Then one day, a traveling fair arrived at Trois-Canon. Amongst the jugglers, acrobats, and fortune tellers, there was a man named Jean-Pierre Blanchard, who claimed to have flown across the channel in a contraption called a hot air balloon. The villagers were skeptical, but Sophie was captivated. She spent the entire day with Blanchard, listening to his tales of flight and adventure. Blanchard, amused by her curiosity and determination, offered her a ride in his tethered balloon. As the ground receded, Sophie felt a rush of adrenaline. Her heart pounded in her chest like a wild drum as she rose higher and higher. She could see the entire village from up there, its narrow streets and red roofs reduced to miniature. The villagers looked up in awe, their faces a blend of fear and wonder. Sophie, gripping the edge of the basket, felt a sense of liberation. She had tasted the thrill of flight, and there was no turning back. Days turned into weeks, and weeks into months, but the exhilaration of that flight never left Sophie. It seeped into her dreams, turning her nights into grand adventures above the clouds. She knew her destiny lay in the sky. She was meant to fly, to break free from the shackles of gravity, to defy the conventions of her time. Sophie was no longer just a girl from Trois-Canons. She was a girl with a dream, 
a dream that would change the course of her life forever. Little did she know then that she was destined to become the first woman to work as a professional balloonist, to entertain kings and emperors, to cross the Alps, and to leave an indelible mark in the annals of aviation history. The story of Sophie Blanchard was just beginning, a thrilling tale of courage, determination, and the relentless pursuit of dreams. A tale that would be etched in the skies where she truly belonged. But before the skies, Sophie would have to navigate the labyrinth of life on the ground, and that in itself was an adventure waiting to unfold. The day had barely found its voice when a missive, bearing a Parisian seal, found its way to Sophie. She ripped open the parchment, revealing an invitation from the renowned Jean-Pierre Blanchard. He was a man of high esteem, an adventurer of the skies, and he had extended an invitation for her to journey to Paris. A thrill, a call to destiny, surged within her, and she hastily packed her belongings for the grand city of dreams. Paris, with its grand boulevards, echoing with a symphony of laughter, music, and clattering hooves, was a stark contrast to the serene tranquility of Trois-Canon. It was here, amidst the hustle and bustle, that Sophie was destined to find her place in the world. Monsieur Blanchard, she'd curtsied upon their first meeting, her heart fluttering like a trapped bird. He was a man of undeniable charisma, his eyes aflame with dreams that mirrored her own. Amidst the flickering candlelight and stolen walks along the Seine, he spoke of conquering the heavens, and Sophie found herself irresistibly drawn into his orbit. My dear Sophie, he'd proclaimed one evening as they stood atop Montmartre, the city of light sprawling beneath them, the sky is not a mere canvas of blue, it is an unexplored world, a realm of infinite possibilities. Together, we could rule it. The promise of adventure echoed in her ears, a siren's call that she could not resist. Oui, Jean-Pierre, she'd responded, her pulse thrumming in anticipation. Together, we shall master the sky. Their union was a modest affair, attended by a handful of well-wishers, yet the ceremony held little significance for Sophie. What truly mattered was the promise of a life of discovery and exhilaration that lay ahead. Life with Jean-Pierre was a whirlwind of excitement. Together they poured over designs, plotted ascents, and conducted daring experiments. Sophie was no longer a mere observer. She was a participant, an active explorer of the vast blue expanse. One fateful day, as they readied themselves for another ascent, Jean-Pierre turned to Sophie, a serious look clouding his features. Sophie he began in earnest. To fly is not merely to relish the thrill of ascent, it is also to comprehend the inevitability of the descent. We must understand that what rises must also fall. We must learn when to let go. His words hung heavy in the air, and Sophie, though confused, nodded in comprehension. I understand, Jean-Pierre. There are dangers in our chosen path, but I am not afraid. As long as we are together, we can weather any storm. A smile tugged at the corner of his lips, and he nodded. Indeed, Sophie, together we shall brave all storms. United in their shared passion and resolve, Sophie and Jean-Pierre became more than just man and wife. They were equal partners, ready to etch their names in the annals of history. Sophie Blanchard, the humble girl from Trois-Canons, was now the wife of the esteemed Jean-Pierre Blanchard, his equal, his partner in their daring quest to conquer the sky. It was a clear, crisp morning when Sophie Blanchard found herself standing before a mammoth creation of silk and hydrogen. The crowd had gathered, their excited murmurs a low hum in the background. The giant balloon was tethered to the ground, straining against its bonds, yearning to break free, a mirror image of Sophie's own restless spirit. 
Are you ready, my chérie? Jean-Pierre asked, his hands resting on her shoulders. His eyes, though sparkling with excitement, held a flicker of concern. Sophie met his gaze with a firm nod. We, oui, I am ready. The preparations were completed. The balloon filled to the brim with hydrogen, the gondola loaded with provisions. With a final embrace, Jean-Pierre helped her into the small basket. A ripple of silence washed over the crowd as they awaited the spectacle. Just remember, Sophie, Jean-Pierre said, his voice earnest. When you're up there, you are not just a balloonist. You are a sailor navigating the infinite sea of the sky. Trust your instincts, and the winds shall be your guide. Nodding, Sophie grasped the ropes tighter, her heart pounding against her ribs like a wild drum. This was it. Her dreams, her aspirations were all tied to this single moment. With a swift cut of the tethering rope, the balloon surged upward, a triumphant cheer erupting from the crowd. Sophie's heart leapt in her chest as Paris shrank beneath her, the city of light transforming into a miniature painting. The ascent was tranquil, the world below becoming a tapestry of varying shades of green and brown, interspersed with the glittering blue of the Seine. Sophie's heart swelled with joy, her dreams no longer confined to the realm of fantasy. She was flying. She was free. Hours passed, the sun dipping low on the horizon, casting an ethereal glow over the city below. A sense of serenity enveloped Sophie as she floated amidst the clouds, the world beneath her a distant reality. Suddenly, a gust of wind caught the balloon off guard, jerking it sideways. Sophie's heart skipped a beat as she clung to the ropes, her knuckles white. The peaceful ride had taken a sudden turn, the wind growing fiercer, the balloon swaying in its grip. Remember, Sophie, she muttered to herself, remembering Jean-Pierre's words. You are a sailor of the sky. With determination etched on her face, Sophie battled the turbulent winds. She manipulated the vents, releasing gas when needed, maintaining balance. With each passing minute, her confidence grew. She was not just a passenger, she was the pilot. As the balloon steadied, Sophie breathed a sigh of relief. She had weathered the storm. She had survived her maiden voyage. Her heart swelled with pride and she knew that this was just the beginning. She was destined to conquer the skies, to etch her name amongst the stars. Sophie Blanchard, once a timid girl from Trois-Canon, had risen, quite literally, to new heights. The balloon's descent back to Earth was as graceful as its ascent. The crowd beneath, a sea of upturned faces illuminated by torchlight, erupted into applause as Sophie Blanchard touched down. Her first solo had been a triumphant success. Days turned into weeks, and the thrill of Sophie's maiden flight still lingered. The sun was setting, casting a golden hue over the sprawling city of Paris. On the field, a gargantuan balloon was being prepared for flight, its vibrant hues reflecting the dying rays of the sun. A throng of spectators had gathered, their eyes filled with anticipation and marvel. In the midst of the hustle, two figures stood, their hands entwined, eyes locked. Sophie, mon amour, Jean-Pierre began, his voice barely audible over the excited chatter. Are you certain you wish to accompany me? Sophie Blanchard, her heart pounding with exhilaration, gave her husband a resolute nod. Oui, Jean-Pierre, I want to be there beside you, above the clouds. Jean-Pierre's eyes, usually alight with vivaciousness, were solemn, reflecting the weight of his concern. Flying solo and flying as a duo, it's not the same, Sophie. It's more perilous. Sophie held his gaze, her own twinkling with determination. Danger has never been a deterrent for you, Jean-Pierre, and it shall not be for me. Together, we shall conquer the skies. With a reluctant smile, Jean-Pierre nodded, pulling her into a tender embrace. Together then, he murmured his voice choked with emotion. The preparations were completed under the watchful eyes of the ballooning duo. The tether was cut, 
and the balloon surged into the sky, a collective gasp escaping the crowd. As Paris shrank beneath them, Sophie and Jean-Pierre exchanged a glance, their hearts beating in sync with the rhythm of their lofty adventure. The flight was serene, the world beneath a beautiful blur of colors. Their balloon, like a majestic bird, soared higher, the duo lost in the wondrous spectacle, but the tranquility was short-lived. The peaceful skies turned treacherous, the balloon buffeted by a sudden storm. Fierce winds rocked the gondola, adrenaline surging through their veins. Sophie, hold on, Jean-Pierre shouted over the roar of the storm. I'll navigate us through, Jean-Pierre clutched his chest. No, Jean-Pierre, Sophie cried, her voice barely audible. Ah, Jean-Pierre was suddenly greeted with an agonizing pain that felt like a thousand burning knives stabbing through his chest, like someone was crushing his heart in a vice grip, squeezing the life out of him. Their eyes met. Jean-Pierre, screaming in pain, went over the side. He struggled and wrestled with the ropes while dealing with a deadly array of symptoms that accompany his already terrible experience. Nausea, dizziness, cold sweats, and shortness of breath. Dangling over the side, lightning nearly struck the balloon. His body went into panic mode. Adrenaline flooded his system, sending his heart rate skyrocketing. Jean-Pierre's heart tries to beat its way out of his chest as he lost grip of one of the ropes, maneuvering the balloon left as he fell right. His swinging movement synchronized with the balloon as though part of a well-rehearsed dance. The storm raged around them. Sophie was thrown while reaching for Jean-Pierre, hitting her head, and falling into the bottom of the basket as Jean-Pierre took a one-way ticket into agony, fear, and the realization of his mortality. With every gust, the wind adjusted the course of the balloon until finally steering Sophie away from danger. The wind howled around her as she awakened. It was a battle of survival, a fight against the elements and she had survived. Slowly, as the storm subsided and the balloon steadied, Sophie realized that Jean-Pierre had lost the battle. She wept tears of sorrow. Exhausted, Sophie struggled to control the damaged balloon. As she descended back to the City of Lights, Sophie knew she was going to survive. Months passed. The couple had still been in debt at the time of Jean-Pierre's death, so Sophie had no choice but to carry on. She decided to specialize in night flights so that she could draw crowds by dropping baskets of pyrotechnics attached to small parachutes. The sun was setting on the horizon, casting long shadows across the bustling city of Paris. At the heart of the city, a crowd had gathered, anticipation buzzing in the air. A balloon, its vibrant hues standing out against the evening sky, was being prepared for takeoff. This was no ordinary spectacle. It was the famed aeronaut, Sophie Blanchard, preparing for her first solo flight since the tragic loss of her husband, Jean-Pierre. Madame Blanchard, a gruff voice called, pulling Sophie from her thoughts. She turned to see Monsieur Leclerc, a fellow aeronaut, his face etched with worry. Are you certain you wish to proceed? The skies, they can be unforgiving, especially... His voice trailed off the unspoken memory of Jean-Pierre's untimely demise hanging in the air. Sophie held his gaze, her own eyes resolute. I am aware, Monsieur Leclerc, she replied, her voice steady, but I shall not let fear govern my life. I am an aeronaut, just as Jean-Pierre was. This is what we loved, what we lived for. Leclerc nodded, his gaze filled with respect. Very well, Madame Blanchard, bonne chance. As Sophie climbed into the gondola, her heart pounded with a mix of exhilaration and fear but there was a spark of determination that burned brighter. This flight was not just a tribute to Jean-Pierre. It was a testament to her own resilience. She was Sophie Blanchard, the woman who dared to touch the skies. 
the balloon ascended with a slow grace, the city beneath her gradually receding. Sophie felt a pang of longing as she looked at the empty space beside her, where Jean-Pierre used to stand. But she pushed the grief aside, focusing on the task at hand. She was alone in the sky, navigating the vast expanse with only her courage and instincts to guide her. Suddenly, a gust of wind buffeted the balloon, sending it veering off course. Sophie's heart pounded in her chest as she grappled with the ropes, her mind echoing Jean-Pierre's instructions. Stay calm, Sophie. Trust yourself. And she did. She trusted her instincts, her knowledge, her resilience. With steadfast determination, Sophie steered the balloon, her movements swift and sure. The wind howled around her, but she remained unyielding, her resolve stronger than the gale. After what felt like an eternity, the balloon steadied, the danger averted. As she descended back to Earth, Sophie felt a sense of triumph surge through her. She had faced the storm alone and emerged victorious. She was not just Jean-Pierre's wife. She was Sophie Blanchard, the fearless aeronaut who soared above the clouds, who stared down danger and came out on top. As she touched down, the crowd erupted into applause. Sophie stepped out of the gondola, her eyes glistening with unshed tears. She looked up at the sky, a soft smile gracing her lips. This was for you, Jean-Pierre, she murmured, and for me. We are still a team, you and I, even if you are up there and I am down here. Sophie Blanchard, the bereaved wife, had ascended into the skies, but it was Sophie Blanchard, the resilient aeronaut who returned, forever changed, her spirit as untamed and boundless as the skies she conquered. Little did Sophie know, but watching from the shadows was Elisa Garnerin, Blanchard's chief rival as a female aeronaut. In the heart of Paris, a grand spectacle was in the making. The city, dressed in the vibrant hues of the French tricolor, thrummed with anticipation. Amidst the throng, two women stood, their rivalry set against the festive backdrop. Madame Blanchard? Elisa Garnerin's voice cut through the bustling noise, a cool challenge gleaming in her eyes. The city awaits your performance. Are you ready? Sophie Blanchard, the famed aeronaut, turned to her with a calm smile. Indeed, Madame Garnerin, one must always be ready to dance with the skies. The following day, Paris was agog with excitement. Sophie, under the watchful eye of Napoleon Bonaparte himself, prepared for her flight. The balloon, a brilliant symbol of French pride, was ready for its heavenly ascent. As the balloon climbed higher, Sophie, alone in the gondola, prepared for her grand performance. She had planned an elaborate display of fireworks and parachutes, a spectacle that would dazzle her audience. With a deep breath, she ignited the first set of fireworks. The crowd gasped as the sky lit up, the colors dancing against the backdrop of the evening sky. Then with a flourish, Sophie launched the first set of parachutes, each carrying a small basket of pyrotechnics. The crowd watched in awe as the parachutes descended, a trail of sparkles in their wake. However, amidst the grandeur, disaster struck. One rogue firework, straying from its intended path, struck the balloon. Flames erupted, the balloon's fabric catching fire. The crowd below gasping in horror. Sophie, her heart pounding, acted swiftly. She had come prepared for such an emergency. Grabbing the spare parachute she always kept with her, she leapt from the burning balloon, the parachute billowing above her. As Sophie descended, the crowd held its breath their cheers replaced by a hushed silence. Elisa Garnerin, her gaze fixed on the figure floating down from the sky, felt a grudging admiration for her rival. Despite their competition, they were both women of the skies, bound by their shared love for the heavens. 
Sophie Blanchard, Napoleon's aeronaut, touched the ground, her parachute settling around her. The crowd erupted into applause, their awe and relief echoing across the city. Sophie continued in her escapades and was well known for her show, Fireworks in the Sky, Spectacle in Danger. She gave many displays in Italy. She traveled from Rome to Naples and later ascended again from Rome to a height of 12,000 feet where she claimed that she fell into a profound sleep for a while before landing at Tagliacozzo. Sophie crossed the Alps by balloon, and on a trip to Turin the temperature dropped so low that she suffered a nosebleed and icicles formed on her hands and face. But today, the city of Paris was abuzz with excitement Sophie was back, and the sun had just set. This was no ordinary spectacle. It was to be the latest show by the famed aeronaut, Sophie Blanchard. And tonight, she was using a new balloon, a hydrogen-filled gas balloon. It allowed her to ascend in a basket little bigger than a chair, and there was no requirement for the volume of material necessary for a hot air balloon. A hydrogen balloon also freed her from having to tend a fire to keep the craft airborne. Sophie, dressed in her flying attire, a blend of practicality and spectacle, was preparing for her ascent. Her hands, steady with experience, secured the final knots, ensuring the balloon was ready for flight. Madame Blanchard, a young man called, his eyes wide with admiration. Are you not afraid? Sophie turned to him with a gentle smile. Fear is but a companion, monsieur. It reminds us of the thrill, the uncertainty of adventure, but one must never let it control the flight. With a final check, Sophie climbed into the gondola. She removed her parachute to make more room for a second round of fireworks, her heart pounding with familiar anticipation. The crowds cheered as the balloon rose, the city of Paris slowly spreading out beneath her. The night was perfect, the sky clear and starlit, a tranquil stage for her spectacle. Sophie, now high above the city, prepared for her show. She had planned an elaborate display of pyrotechnics, a spectacle that would paint the night sky with vibrant hues. With a deep breath, she ignited the first set of fireworks. The sky exploded in a riot of colors, the crowd below gasping in awe. As Sophie soars above the city in her magnificent hydrogen balloon, reveling in the chaos she has unleashed, she ignites a second dazzling display of fireworks. But little did she know, fate has a wicked sense of humor. Suddenly, a stray firework collides with the balloon, igniting it into a blazing inferno. In that moment, a surge of panic courses through Sophie's veins. The realization of her imminent doom grips her like a vice. The intense heat sears her skin, and the acrid smell of burning hydrogen fills the air. In the streets below, people were rushing to clear the area, their faces upturned in fear and anticipation. Among them, a man pushed his way through the crowd, his eyes on the burning balloon. Madame Blanchard, he cried, his voice filled with dread. Hold on! The infernal flames consume the fragile balloon and gravity takes over. Sophie plummets towards the rooftops below, helpless and resigned to her fate. As she hurtled towards the ground, the impact became inevitable. Bones shatter upon impact, agony radiates through every fiber of her being. The force of the crash leaves her broken and mangled a twisted mess of charred flesh and shattered dreams. The pain is excruciating, beyond anything anyone alive has ever known. The city, once filled with excitement, was now hushed in shock and grief. Sophie Blanchard, the fearless aeronaut, the woman who had touched the skies and danced with the stars, had made her final flight. But hey, at least it was a spectacular way to go out, right? A flaming spectacle for the masses, a grand finale of destruction, let this be a reminder, kids, don't play with fireworks unless you're willing to suffer the fiery embrace of certain doom.
And that's all we have time for today. Join us next time as we explore the way people die from poisoning. And remember, stay safe out there.